Welcome back to our program It Takes You to Tango. Today we will address a controversial topic and for the first time it will not be an interview but a monologue. I hope you like my voice. <laughs> you have probably heard about some outcomes of the Black Lives Matter protests. One of them is the fall of movement in England. The first action was when some protesters tore down a statue of Edward Coulson in Bristol. Now, the mayor of London has announced that the statues in London will pass through some examinations in order to realize if they are celebrating white supremacists and if so, they would fall. So I wonder, is England really willing to give up its oppressive and profitable past? Does destroying a statue help to rebuild the future? Allegations in order to remove statues raise questions about the symbolism that a monument can carry on it. Even though we are talking about 2020 fresh events, this is not a new debate. In 2015, students in South Africa in Cape Town led a movement called Road Must Fall that echoed beyond Africa's boundaries and became international. Subsequently, the UK hosted a similar protest that had, as a common but not solo aim, the removal of Cecil Rhodes' statue. Cecil Rhodes was a white supremacist who believed in the superiority of the British nation upon others. This is unquestionable. But why bring this up in the 21st century? Why has not this dissatisfaction been raised previously? I'm not aiming to answer these questions, but to encourage you to think about it. The South African and the UK-based protest Roads Must Fall had different outcomes in 2015. The African background is completely different from the United Kingdom one. Therefore, it's evident the fact that both countries tackled the protests differently and hence had dissimilar outcomes. In Cape Town, the movement started with, at first sight, a childish but also symbolic act. A bucket of excrement was thrown at the statue of the British colonialist Cecil John Rhodes, located at the University of Cape Town's campus entrance. Then, the movement was born, spread with the help of social media, and gained strength. The statue was removed within one month after the start of the movement. And then, it reached global proportions, affecting one of the most traditional universities in the world, the University of Oxford. Having a statue of a declared racist at the entrance of a university is a reminder to black people that they are not welcome in the university, which is clearly a site of power. Why not replace Rhodes' statue by another figure that really represents the black community? Obviously, this is not simple. The movements themselves were not only about the removal of a statue, but to discuss patterns of exclusions within universities, institutional racism, lack of black professors and students, and in general, the decolonization of the educational system. So, the Sassio Rhodes statue was not removed at Oxford. In order to understand the unsuccessful outcome in removing the statue at Oxford University, we must also take into account the context of the United Kingdom. Europe has countless memorials with the intention to preserve memory in multiple memory sites, the so-called memory lands. 
However, the UK has not a memorial to the slaves, although it has some memorials commemorating the abolition of slavery. The presence of memorials on slavery with statues of abolitionists highlights the lack of memorials for slaves. Therefore, in this oblivion lies racism, shame and historical negligence. That places Britain as a nation that intends to mask that horrible period while ends up hiding its own responsibility in its shameful past. So my question remains, is England willing to tore down colonialists' memorials and on the other hand build memorials for slaves? Is just tearing down a monument enough to make peace with the past?